Welcome to the cybersecurity series where we explore key cybersecurity issues and the board's governance role in preparing for and managing cybersecurity. Hi, I'm Stephen Bowman, and together with Monica Schlesinger from the Advisory Boards Group, we delve into some of the really detailed intricacies of what the board needs to be aware of when it comes to cybersecurity. In this episode, we have a discussion about where does a board start in developing and monitoring a cybersecurity strategy. We discuss why cybersecurity is not an if, but a when, and the implications of having almost no warning of a cyber attack that can take your organisation down. So, Monica, what I want us to explore now is what is it that uh, an individual director or a board can do to start to look at a cybersecurity strategy? What are some of the things that you found and your own experiences? Because you're on five boards and you're introducing this to two to three of those boards. What have you found actually gets the attention of the board in a way that you think will add strategic value? I think uh, the boards need to understand um, that this is not something so the, the, um, the directors will be held responsible or may be held responsible in the case of a cyber attack in the very near future. And I will give you some examples. Uh, the directors of Wyndham Corporation are actually held responsible now. There's a court um, in the US courts. Um, there's another case where which is being is successful at the moment and a government employee um, from Canada lost a disk with about almost 500,000 records um, and again there is a class section which might be successful um, there are directors that are currently being sued for uh, for the lack of duty of care and diligence um, and you have to think of what will happen, what would the consequences be if your company would, um, was to be hacked? So it's, it's sort of going the same way that harassment and bullying and, and, um, and e- equal opportunity and occupational health and safety where the law is holding the directors individually responsible if they don't put in the strategies to actually enable these things to occur and it sounds as if it is likely that cyber security may actually head along that same route as well. I think it's actually I would I would put a high importance to the cyber security uh, because a cyber attack may not leave you much time to defend before the organization collapses. So this is the reason why I was discussing about, I was suggesting that perhaps the cybersecurity should be treated as a risk, but somehow separately. This is a higher risk than the other risks. Why? Because the consequences can be uh, more serious and they can actually lead to the company um, completely going under. Well, one of the interesting uh, interesting things that I've found is that even today, many boards don't actually understand what their key risks are. They, they've left that up to the staff level. And to me, this cybersecurity issue is something that is so pervasive that it probably should not just be lost in risk, as many of the other risks are lost. 
I mean, I found that when we talk to boards and we, I ask each of the directors um, individually, what are your top two or three risks? I'll get 40 different responses because they actually never have that sort of conversation. Um, Cyber security to me is something that is over and above this. It seems to be more, okay, if we actually want to continue to create our vision and continue to exist as an organisation, we've got to make sure that we've got in place not just the finances and not just the governance, but also our security of being shut down, which is the cyber security risk you're talking about. That's right, and uh, you also have to think of your customers. So most of the organisations are actually subject to the Privacy Act when you think of it. So there is a on the OAIC uh, website in Australia, um, there is a list of criteria under which you know most of the companies that I know qualify. So just imagine that you don't, if you don't put the measures in place to protect um, the security um, of your customers and clients or patients, then there could be consequences. Um, there is a bill now, the mandatory data breach bill, that is in the Parliament and most likely it will be passed as a law in Australia. There is a similar one in, uh, in the US, there is a similar one in the UK. Uh, and people have to report and will have to report um, any cybersecurity breach. Mm -hmm. So just imagine that as an organisation you have to report this breach, how are you going to manage it? Mm -hmm. And there was a, uh, a recent example with a large charity in Australia um, who managed it quite well, but perhaps they were prepared beforehand um, and perhaps the public understood. In our days, however, you don't know how, how the people will react, how your clients will react to an attack and if they are actually going to say no we don't believe that the directors or the board has put in place sufficient measures to defend themselves against an attack where in fact they should have known that it was possible and should have put those things in place can you talk a little bit more about what this charity did from your point of view that was actually an indication from an outsider's point of view that they were reasonably well prepared just from your point of view what did you see happening I think they, um, I think they managed the the public expectation. They informed the public. They took immediate measures, and and that actually showed that they had some sort of plan that they followed. Um, so, just like in in any very large organisation, you have a crisis management um, committee, and you have a crisis management plan. And many banks, for example, uh, do like a dress rehearsal once a year. I think you have to think along these lines and see exactly how and prepare for a cyber attack and prepare to have a PR campaign and prepare to have measures in place, how you're going to communicate it to the media, how you're going to communicate it to your clients mm -hmm. um, so that you can actually um, get at the other end and still be unscathed. Mm -hmm. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you would like more information, go to www.consciousgovernance.com and explore the What We Do tab.